Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together, we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys. We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what happened last week? Well, Job was talking. He was talking. Only it turns out we don't like him as much as we thought we did. Why not? Because he's kind of shit-talking people. He is. And and I'm I'm like, nah, it's not cool, man. bragging about his good deeds at the same time that he was dogging the people that he was good-deeding. Right, yeah, it was such bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I know we're supposed to empathize with Job and, you know, he lost all his kids and he's got boils and all that. I do empathize with that. Right. That doesn't make him less of an asshole. Jake got a shit talk, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Enough of that. Get, Bullshit. Get yourself together. And also, all that good deeds that you were doing, they don't count if you were doing it um, and, like, muttering under your breath. Right? Or thinking bad thoughts about the people you're helping. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's bad. Right. Anyway, so that was Job chapter 30. Sure as fuck was. And today we'll be reading... Job chapter 31. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. All right, Job chapter 31. Okay. I... You. I guess he's in the middle of a quote. Job. Job is still talking. Okay. Okay. I made a covenant with my eyes not Wait. to look lustfully at a young woman. He made a covenant with his eyes. Mm-hmm. He, he said, said, "Hey, yo, eyes, eyes. I'm, I want, I'm making a covenant with y'all. Stop looking at pretty women. Yeah, I promise. Right, and you promise. I'm, I'm making eyes. a covenant with you. Eyeballs, you and don't if, disobey my and brain. If you break my covenant, our covenant. Mm, yeah." I'm I'm going to be very angry with my eyes. I'm going to shut my eyes, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, I know we're picking at this, <laughs> but I'm sorry. <laughs> How do you make a fucking covenant with your you eyes? You don't. It's fucking, that's stupid. How about you made a covenant with your conscience that you were going to try really hard right. either not to be lusty in the first fucking place yeah. or not to look at images that trigger your lust. Sure, yeah. So... You just made a promise to yourself, not your eyes. Yeah. Well, sorry, my but, eyes are separate from my conscience. Yeah, yeah. It's so like, you know, men can't help it. Their dicks aren't no, attached that, that, to them. That theme is all through the Bible. I know. Men can't help it. They and just can't like, help it. I just, I call bullshit on that. Oh, I do too. Because if you are a fucking monkey. The and culture you're not... of men, mm-hmm. the culture of maleness, the culture mm-hmm. of, um, Toxic masculinity mm-hmm. says you can't help it. Right. But the truth is you can. Facts. And if you tell me otherwise, I'm calling bullshit because it's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, because either you're a human being in charge of your body parts, all of them, your eyes and your dick, or you're a fucking monkey, in which case you don't get to drive, you don't get to buy things, you don't get to vote, stay in your house and do monkey man things. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Pick one. Right. Are you a human or a fucking animal who can't control himself? Yeah. I don't make the rules, guys. Right. Men told me that they are just animals who can't <laughs> control themselves. So I'm just calling them out on it and taking it to its natural conclusion. Yeah. If you are an animal not in control of yourself, you don't get to vote and drive cars. Yeah, I'm sorry. You just don't. Yeah. And also, I get all your money. I'm okay. I mean. I mean, whatever. Right? You already get all my money. I mean, I already get all your money, <laughs> but I want all their money, too. Got it. I want everybody's okay. money. Yeah. Okay, continuing. Uh-huh. For what is our lot from God above, our heritage from the Almighty on high? Is it not ruin for the wicked disaster for those who do wrong? I guess. I guess. Does he not see my ways and count my every step? Um, not really. I mean, I, I don't know about that because I don't, I don't think he does actually. I don't think he does either. Yeah. I mean, some people think he does, but yeah. then, you know, we've, we've talked about all the things he's missed, you mm-hmm. know, and he misses quite a bit. He does. So he does. like big things, even when there was less people. Yeah. A lot, well, a lot less people. Actually. I don't think that he's actually quite as aware and involved and, um, I don't think he's quite as emotionally attached mm. as as humans 
give him credit for. I don't think he's quite as existent. Oh as no, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but within within canon of yeah. this book, no, pretending that there is a god, right. I don't. From what I'm reading, God is not the one that that counts the hairs on your head and yeah. you know the stars in the he, sky. And he's kind of like the drunk god that. Um, Occasionally gets pissed off in a rager mm-hmm. and then decides to care about certain things that, you know, you all of a sudden he's going to get the mad drunk about. dad. Yeah, exactly. You said the drunk god, but I think but he, he is a god. The, so the I drunk mean, you know. dad. Yeah, right. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't really give a shit until suddenly he really gives a shit. Right. And there's no in between. Right. And you can't guess if this is going to be the day that you walk home. He is. He's like an alcoholic dad. Right. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Not, I mean, okay, let us preface that with neither of us has alcoholic parents No, but like I mean, that. like, my understanding of what having an alcoholic yeah. parent is, you know. Yeah, so. that you walk home not knowing which dad you're going to get today. Right. The nice, normal one who plays with you in the front yard or the scary, mean one who, you know, beats you. Yeah. Or hurls curses at you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. That Yeah, that's what this god is. He's an alcoholic, drunk dad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We got it all figured out now. We do. We do. If I have walked with falsehood or my foot has hurried after deceit, let God weigh me in honest scales and he will know that I am blameless. We already know this. We should, we should, that sounds like a good brand for scales. Honest Honest scales. scales, You know? Yeah. 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 They don't lie. (laughs) These scales tell the truth. Right. If my steps have turned from the path, if my heart has been led by my eyes, or if my hands have been defiled, then may others eat what I have sown and may my crops be uprooted. Yeah. So he's trying to like call God's bluff some more. And like, if you really think I'm bad, fine. Let it let it be known. But I mean, the thing is that God already kind of did that to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's saying, go ahead and do this to me. But like, dude, he already, he did that to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. I, you know. Yeah. It's like when you put somebody in jail and then they're like, fine, if I did so bad, go ahead and put me in jail. It's like, <laughs> we did, stupid. <laughs> okay. If my heart has been enticed by a woman, or if I have lurked at my neighbor's door, then may my wife grind another man's grain. Wait, lurked at your neighbor's door? Why would you lurk at your, like, are you spying? On, mm-hmm. Why? That's a thing, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because you could covet thy neighbor's wife. Yeah, but that's a little too... uh Creepy. Right. Like, damn. Uh-huh. Lurking at their door. I, I'm sorry, but I was stuck on my wife may grind another man's grain. I right. know what yeah, I know that's... what that means. <laughs> I know what that means. That was not very a, well. Very su- not very subtle. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And may other men sleep with her. Oh, there's the rest oh, of the what? sentence. Okay. But, but I, I like calling it, you, you know, that should be a saying. I'm going to go grind another man's grain. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> I'm going to go grind me some other man's grain. Yes, I am. <laughs> and I might sleep with somebody too. Right. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> For that would have been wicked. A sin to be judged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck around and find out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It is a fire that burns to destruction. It would have uprooted my harvest. If I have denied justice to any of my servants, whether male or female, when they had a grievance against me, what will I do when God confronts me? What will I answer when called to account? Did not he who made me in the womb make them? Did not the same one form us both within our mothers? I mean, if in the God world, sure, I guess maybe, but it's 
normally more biology. Right. Right. Sperms you know, and eggs and fertilization and zygotes and embryos and I stuff. I guess in the grand scheme of things, if we're assuming God, yeah, God set it all in motion, but right. he doesn't literally form. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I suppose it depends on who you are and how you believe in God. Right. Maybe, maybe a lot of people think that God really does, you know, form Do something. the electricity like, when those two tangle. Right, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't either. This is kind of just more of the same, though. He's like, I haven't done anything wrong, and if I have, show me. Right. I mean, isn't that basically what he's saying? Yeah, yeah. If I have denied the desires of the poor or let the eyes of the widow grow weary, if I have kept my bread to myself, not sharing it with the fatherless, but from my youth I reared them as a father would, and from my birth I guided the widow. From my birth I guided the widow? (laughs) I mean, the fuck? That's a weird statement. That is a very weird. Oh, my God. Okay. So there was this um, video that I watched just this morning, actually, on YouTube. Uh-huh. And it was these two guys. And they're doing their game playing, like, um, COD. What is COD? Um, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Thank you. I can't remember. I can only remember COD. Yeah. So they're doing that kind of game, you know, where you hear them say reloading. And, right. Yeah. You know, they're doing that, like, like um, hear them at the outside or whatever. Right. You, you know, where they're doing their soldier talky thing at each other. And yeah. then this other guy joins their party and he's like, hey, fellas, can I play? And I promise it's going somewhere. And they're like, we need a third for a party. So I guess, yeah. And he's like, okay, just ignore the crying in the background because my wife just had a baby. And so he's like, just this like not great player. And he's got a baby crying in the background. And the two guys are trying to, you know, reloading <laughs> they're yeah. trying to do their soldiering game you know with the baby crying in the background right and finally they just scream at him would you be a fucking father and take care of your goddamn child <laughs> and so then he's like okay and so then he goes away and while he's gone um this baby comes the baby that was crying comes and they're like <laughs> what the hell yeah they're like what the fuck is this and the baby's like yeah i heard you talking shit about me but I got this. You want me on your team. And they're like, well, we need a third on our party. So, okay. <laughs> and the baby wipes the board with them. And they're like, baby, I'm so sorry. I talked bad about you. You got mad skill, baby. And that just reminded me of this. Yeah. Because, because he's saying, um, from birth, I guided the widow. And I'm like, yeah, you did. And you beat them at COD. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. That, was, that was a long walk there. It was, but it did come around. It did, did. Did it, though? It did. Okay. The baby yeah, did the, baby the thing. Did the thing. See? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was a really funny video. I got it. I'm, yeah, sure, I'm sure I ruined it, it but right. it was yeah. really funny. <laughs> okay, so anyway, he's like, I'm awesome. I do great things. Okay? Yeah. If I have seen anyone perishing for a lack of clothing or the needy without garments, and their hearts did not bless me for warming them with the fleece from my sheep, if I have raised my hand against the fatherless, knowing that I had influence in court, then let my arm fall from the shoulder. Let it be broken off at the joint. Wow. Take hey. my hand. Take my heart. <laughs> <laughs> take my arm at the joint. Right. What the fuck? For I dreaded destruction from God, and for fear of his splendor, ah, I could not do such things. He did not do them for the right reasons. Yep. He did them out of fear of God. Yep. 
He that, dreaded that, that explains, destruction. Right. And that explains, though, why he was talking shit about those people yeah. that he was trying to help. Yeah, because he didn't really give a shit about them. He right. was only doing it to look good but that, in God's That's eyes. how I feel about Christians in general, Jen. Yeah. I mean, like, they're doing it for the wrong reasons. And You're doing it out of fear of God and not because you actually want to help people. It, that's what gets me, though, because I'm like, by your own admission, it's a flawed plan because your God supposedly knows your heart. Right. So... If he knows your heart, he knows you're a fucking two-faced liar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what are you doing? That's the bit I don't understand. I don't either. I but can't, it's true, I can't make that connection. Like they, they do the same thing Job does. They mm -hmm. make these judgments about people, and yet they're like, but I do all these good things to help but them. But I did help them. And I definitely pray for them. I did help that piece of shit garbage. Right? Right? I mean, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Like, you know what? Just don't. Right. Maybe. Yeah, don't. I mean. Just, geez. just. Be honest with yourself. You don't want to help with these everybody. people. So yeah. don't help them. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I don't want to say don't help the people that need help. But right. No, I, yeah. I mean, and sometimes, you know, you got to take the money from the bad place. Sure. But, it just, but it's just such a hypocritical. It's gross. It's gross. I hate it. I just hate it. The Me end. Me too. If I have put my trust in gold or said to pure gold, you are my security. Which is what I do every time I have gold. I talk to it a lot <laughs> and tell it, you're my security. Because we have pure gold sitting around here so often. Mm -hmm. yeah. All the time. Stacks of it even. Stacks of it right? all the time. And I just tell it, you're my security. <laughs> Don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. What else do you say to your gold? Um, I, I call it my precious a lot. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I have rejoiced over my great wealth, the fortune my hands had gained... If I have regarded the sun and its radiance or the moon moving in splendor so that my heart was secretly enticed and my hand offered them a kiss of homage, then these also would be sins to be judged. For I would have been unfaithful to God on high. Mm -hmm. I didn't cheat on that God. No. I only believed in him. Yeah. I mean, there are other we've gods, moved, moved, but... But we moved well beyond that. Like, they don't talk about those other gods right. much anymore, you know? Right. We haven't heard that in a while. Mm -hmm. So... I feel like we've we've grown past that in the Bible, maybe. Maybe. We're like, okay, well, we're not going to mention those other gods anymore. Yeah. Remember that time when they existed? We say they don't anymore now. Right, right. We don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, just leave that out. We don't talk about other gods. What? We don't talk about Bruno. Oh, oh, okay. Like, hello? How do you not know a song from Encanto? I, I kind of know the song. You looked at me like I was crazy and had no idea what I was singing. That was purely because you sung it shitty. <gasps> <laughs> I beg to differ, sir. It was not shitty. It was fine. You just don't recognize mm. tunes. Admit it to the audience. Oh, I definitely don't. So, okay. Yeah. Thank I'm you. Thank it. you. If I have rejoiced at my enemy's misfortune or gloated over the trouble that came to him, I have not allowed my mouth to sin by invoking a curse against their life. If those my, of my household have never said, who has not been filled with Job's meat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus oh, Christ. That's oh, right. oh, 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 my God. I got dizzy. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Fuck. I I have not been filled with Job's meat, honey. <laughs> just, just to put it on the table there, oh, just to be clear. Yeah, okay? that's good. 
Have you? No, definitely not. That's all that you me. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. But no stranger had to spend the night in the street, for my door was always open to the traveler. You so know, he could fill it with his meat. <laughs> How many strangers did he fill with his meat? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How many... How many um, times did his wife grind another man's grain? <laughs> if I have concealed my sin as people do by hiding my guilt in my heart because I so feared the crowd and so dreaded the contempt of the clans that I kept silent and would not go outside. Oh, parentheses voice. Oh, that I had someone to hear me. I sign now my defense. Let the Almighty answer me. Let my accuser put his indictment in writing. Surely I would wear it on my shoulder. I would put it on like a crown. I would give him an account of my every step. I would present it to him as a ruler. Mm. End parentheses voice. Okay. If my land cries out against me. Yeah. And all, <laughs> I, I was just like, why was that in parentheses? I don't know. Okay. Okay. And all its furrows are wet with tears. If I have devoured its yield without payment or broken the spirit of its tenants. Then let briars come up instead of wheat and stinkweed instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. The end. The word that says that, it the says words that. of Job. The words ended. of Job are ended. Are ended. Huh. Yeah. Interesting way um, to end it. I don't think Job said all that. He said he, he are ended. It ended, yeah. I don't think Job wrote, and then Job's words ended. Were ended, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Job wrote uh, this. Well, guys. maybe he had somebody finish it up so he could go, you know. <laughs> beating other people, you know? Yeah, he had somebody That's finish meat, him off because he had to go to fill people with meat. That's what I, I always need somebody to finish me off. JK, JK, JK. Sometimes sometimes the Bible is just comedy gold, you know? It really is. We it's didn't even stuff, have to try. Right? Yeah. No, <laughs> All right. So anyway, anyway. Um, that was Job chapter 31. You know what? It sure as fuck was. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to retain <laughs> is about Job's meat. And, and grinding uh, another man's grain. I, yeah. I, that, one yeah was, that one's good, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with... Uh, Job, chapter 32. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened uh, yesterday? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Job's wife might have been grinding other people's grain. She was. And Job was filling his meat, you know, filling other people with his meat. Yeah, he was. All over the place. Mm -hmm. He was he's filling that meat. He was filling them with his meat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was an interesting chapter. That was my takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was more to it than that, but that's the gist of it. Well, he's supposed to be asserting his integrity in that chapter. He was chapter. asserting something. He sure as fuck was. <laughs> I don't know if it was his integrity. I mean... We were talking about how he was doing it. Maybe for he was all the filling people with integrity. That was not it either. No, that wasn't it. Um, we were talking about how he was filling. Oh my god, you made me fuck up. I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> Fucking asshole! You cut me off, and now I don't remember what I was saying. Such a dick. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So that was chapter thirty-one. That was chapter 31. It sure as fuck was. And today we're doing... Job chapter 32. Okay, let's go do this. Yeah.
Okay, Job chapter 32. But I remember what I was trying to say when what you were gonna cut say? me off in the I'm intro. an asshole. Just, you are just an forget. asshole. Yeah, no, you guys, okay, hold on. So when I cut off wife, sometimes, like like normally we, we kind of cut each other off a little bit. We but talk, sometimes. We talk over each other's end of the sentence. Right. Sometimes, though, I cut off an entire thought process for wife. Yes. And she hates me for it. I do. <laughs> if, if I could kill you with my laser eyes. Oh, she almost did. Yeah. I almost died from laser eyes tonight. Yeah. I gave that you was the a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was the thing that you uh, remembered? Okay. So it's not that big a deal. No. But we were talking about how. He was um, doing integrity things um, for all the wrong reasons. Right. That's what we had been talking about. Yes. He was doing integrity things for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Because he was scared of God. Yes. Okay. So that would have been part of the intro. It would have been part of the intro, but I cut her off. But you cut me off. So I'm the asshole. You're the asshole. And now we're reading chapter 32. We are. Right now. We sure as fuck are. Yeah. Okay, ready? Ready. So these three men... These three men. They stopped answering Job because, you know, he was righteous in his own eyes. Okay. Or they were just sick of talking. I don't know. I mean, the rounds are done. Right? So. Yeah. Like, what else is there to say? They've they've said about everything you can fucking say. I think he probably told them, bitch, bye. Right? And they were like, That's okay. what I just said. Basically, he did in not so many words. Yeah. Yeah. But Elihu, Elihu. Eli- One of, sure. That Elihu, guy. That guy. Son of Barakul the Buzite. Barackle the boozite, huh? <laughs> I said boozite, but I like boozite. <laughs> he's he's the town boozite. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of the family of Ram became very angry with Job for justifying himself rather than God. He was also angry with the three friends because they had found no way to refute Job and yet had condemned him. So this uppity motherfucker is just mad at everybody, even though it's none of his goddamn business. He's just mad because he couldn't be right. And people like to be right. No, he's mad because he wasn't part of the conversation because he was over there just listening to what was happening. Right. right. Not part of the conversation. Yeah. Uninvited. Right. A, B, C your way out of this place because you don't belong here. Right. Right. Yeah. And so now he's like. You guys shunned me and did not include me, so I'm mad at you for this and you for that. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's what really happened. Okay. He didn't give a fuck about Job or his righteousness or whatever. Right. He's just sad at being left out. Yeah, probably. I mean, it does suck to be left out. Like it does. I understand how that feels, but you don't just get to like be in the Bible and be like, I'm mad at everybody, even though I wasn't part of the conversation. <laughs> Suddenly, 32 fucking chapters in, we're going to talk about my name and my feelings on the matter. Right. Like, get the fuck out of here. Who do you think you are? Right, right. Okay, sorry. Now, Elihu had waited before speaking to Job because they were older than he, and also because they did not fucking invite him. 32 chapters in, we have proof that he was not invited. Right, right. But when he saw that the three men had nothing more to say, his anger was aroused. Mm, yeah, he's like, no, we're not something, done yet. Something was aroused. It, it, Based on the last chapter, yeah. there was okay. a lot of arousal Right, happening. yeah, grinding the grain and mm-hmm. stuff. Filling people with meat. Right. So Elihu, son of Barakul the Boozite, said... I am young in years and you are fucking old. <laughs> that is why I was fearful, not daring to tell you what I know. Mm. FYI, for any newbies, I like to add in F-bombs because that makes it more fun to read. Sure, yeah. So, obviously, 
The F-bomb that I just read was not in the Bible. I added Obviously, any my... F-bombs right. are not part of the Bible. Right. They're just there for my entertainment. Right. Okay? Yeah. I'm the reader, and so I get to do it. all about wife. It is. Yeah. It's my world. You just live in it. Okay? <laughs> so anyway, he's like, I was scared, but now that you're done, I'm going to speak up. I thought to myself, I thought, I thought, I thought age should speak. Advanced years should teach wisdom. But. 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 It is the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. It is not only the old who are wise, not only the aged who understand what is right. I mean, I agree with that. Okay, but he's like arguing and they're like, we never said it was, bitch. Right. Like, you just come over here and you're just like, hey, I know I'm young, but I can talk too. And we're like, okay, then so talk. So then talk, man. Nobody said you fucking couldn't, right? asshole. Therefore, I, a youngin, say, listen to me. I, too, will tell you what I know. I waited while you spoke. I listened to your reasoning. Mm -hmm. While you were searching for words, I gave you my full attention. But not one of you has proved Job wrong. No. Nope. None of you has answered his arguments. Nope. Okay, that's great. Still, like, say your say. Right. Like, what we're is, waiting. Is your argument just that you're going to say that you didn't get to say your argument? That's what it sounds like, you right? little pissant. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Do not say, we have found wisdom. Let God, not a man, refute him. But Job has not marshaled his words against me, and I will not answer him with your arguments. Okay. He's, I'm what annoyed you, What are you even kid. saying, dude? He's, like, still asserting the, I can talk. Right. Like, uh, I'm annoyed by you at this point. Right. Your just stop saying you can talk and just say something. Say your say. For fuck's sake. Shoot your shot or get the fuck out. Yeah. You know? They are more dismayed and have no more to say. Words have failed them. Mm. Oh, brilliant observation, motherfucker. Yeah. Must I wait now that they are silent? Now that they stand there with no reply? I, too, will have my say. I, too, will tell what I know. Oh, my God. Is this whole chapter going to just be him saying, I can talk? Yeah. Can I? Can I talk? I'm going to talk. He's going to break into that song from Hamilton. He's not throwing away his shot. And and then he's going to follow up with, we don't talk about booze-ites. <laughs> For I am full of words and the spirit full within me compels me. The spirit within him compels me. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking it's your youth that yeah. makes you a fucking blabbermouth that can't get to the fucking point. Right. Inside, I am like bottled up wine. Like new wine skins ready to burst. Mm. I'm like like when you shake a soda and then you open it and it sprays everywhere. Right. That's right. what I'm like. Yeah. Um, like pop rocks that you pour into like a sprite and then you shake it and then it goes everywhere. I'm assuming I'm assuming that we got another chapter after this with him speaking. Probably. Because like this I'm is not impressed. this is just him saying, I I, I need to speak. Mm -hmm. I'm going to speak. You better let me speak. Right. Stop telling me not to speak yeah. just because I'm young. Right. Like nobody said it. 32 right. Dude, chapters just in. Say what you got to say, man. Never heard your name. 32 chapters. Right. Never heard his name once. Yeah. He was not part of this conversation. Nope. I must speak and find relief. I must open my lips and reply. I will show no partiality, nor will I flatter anyone. For if I were skilled in flattery, my maker would soon take me away. Mm. The end. Okay. I hope lightning strikes his ass. Yeah. He right. is an annoying kinda... little punk. Right. Yeah. Not impressed. He literally said that was that chapter was meaningless. It was pointless and 
it need to be red penned. Right. You, know? you could just take that whole thing out. The yeah. whole fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's and dumb. just start with this kid over there. He's going to speak now. Yeah. He had some thoughts and now here are his words. Right. And none of these. Like there was no preface to the the young people have nothing to offer yeah. or like this. You're, you're creating this friction here. Yeah. Why are we creating that friction there? I don't understand. Why does that need to be said? I don't understand. I mean, I do agree with him that, like, age doesn't necessarily bring wisdom and that just because you have um, some kind of title with your name, like Esquire for lawyers and doctor for doctors. Right. Like, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're awesome and your shit don't stink. But if you have something wise to say, it will show in what you say. Yeah. You don't have to preface it with, I'm young and I have something important to say and you should listen. And I can be wise. Because if it's smart, if it makes sense, then people will listen no matter what yeah. age you are. Yeah. Generally. Generally. I, some people are ageist and won't listen to somebody who, you know, is either too or old whatever. or too young. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I get it. But, like, I, there was literally, we as readers in the Bible, which mm-hmm. this is a book that we're reading, mm-hmm. have no idea how old this fucking kid is. Right. By so what kid... Is it, he could be in his 30s. And right. I'm like, that ain't no kid. So what does it matter how old he is? Yeah. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't. I mean, so, this chapter annoyed me. It really did. It was a waste of time and gave us nothing. Right. Yeah. Thanks for making our whole fucking episode today about you wanting to speak. Right. That's boring, dude. That's dumb. You're an idiot. And I'm going to write, you know, you're a manager and I'm going to complain that you fucked up our podcast today. Well, I think what I might do is leave a review that this chapter of this one <laughs> was really pointless. Yeah. Yeah. I might do that. I think you can find a place to review this online, this specific chapter. Um, probably, probably. I mean, I might just review the Bible, but specifically focus on this chapter. Right, right. There's a lot of bullshit, we could, but we could put this it... chapter in particular. <laughs> what was his name again? I don't know. He's a boozer. Yeah. Um, El- Elihu. We could just put Elihu on blast on Twitter. Oh, you yeah. Know? See, there you go. Fuck Elihu. Right. Elihu. Come on. He's a need... blabbermouth motherfucker. <laughs> he he doesn't have shit to say. At least he, not yet, anyway. I mean, I'm not I'm not inclined to be interested. Right. Based on this introduction. Yeah, it was, it was way too much. Are you curious about what he has to say? Not really. Not really. Like, I'm I'm inclined to, like, think, well, that introduction, introduction sucked so bad that you probably are stupid and your words to follow will be stupid also. That's kind of how I feel like about Like, that's it. my expectation now. Right. But they have saved it for the end, so maybe they're trying to maybe, for all we set know, it up for, like, the best fucking insight in the whole thing. For all we know, there's three more chapters of him going, I can talk, goddammit, let me speak. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's not next chapter he'll say stuff. It could, you could be right, yeah. I mean, based on what I've read on the Bible, it's just as likely either way. Well, you know what? There's only one way to find out. It's true. Yeah. So that was uh, Job chapter 32. It sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we'll be back with... Job chapter 33. Stay tuned. We'll see you then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Yeah. Uh, Elihu? Is that how you say it? Maybe? Oh, I was saying Kinda. Elihu. 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 Anyway, mm-hmm. he was spending a lot of time trying to justify why he has something important to say also. 
But he didn't say shit. Yeah, he didn't get around to saying it. He was just like, I totally have the right to speak. Yeah. And they were like, okay. Okay, so say something. Like, we never said you didn't. Oh, listen to the kitty in our podcast. (laughs) Aw. Hi, Danny. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, yeah, he didn't say anything except for, I can speak if I want to. Right, right. And even though that was like 30 chapters in and we've never even heard of this guy. Yeah. Until now. Yeah. So probably today we find out about Elihu, Elihu, whatever. The boozer. Yeah, that guy. The boozite. All right, well, let's go find out, okay? Okie dokie. All right, so that was Job chapter 32, and today we're going to be reading... Job chapter 33. Let's go do it. Indeed. Okay, Job chapter 33. Okay. But now. But now? Elihu says. Oh, he says. He said he says. He's going to say something? Yeah. Well, I hope it, he, just, it, it continues like mid him yeah, talking. Right. Diatribe. Hopefully he's actually saying something this time. I hope so. Right. I mean, he's quoted. Doesn't mean he's saying anything. Right. Right. Okay. So he says, but now, Job, listen to my fucking words. Okay. And I added say the words. I added the F bomb for any newbies that don't know because it's funner. Yeah. Okay. Pay attention to everything I say. Okay. I am about to open Jesus Christ, dude. Just fucking <laughs> It literally says, I am about to open my mouth. My words are on the tip of my tongue. Mm. <laughs> my words come from an upright heart. My lips sincerely speak what I know. Okay. That's the opening paragraph. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Just say Can you it. just say it? It reminds me of... <laughs> I've referenced this before, but it reminds me of in the movie Labyrinth, where the little trolls at, at the beginning are going, Did she say it? <laughs> yeah, I got nothing there. You don't know that part? I don't know. Oh, my God. It's I'm not as enamored with Labyrinth as you are. Okay, it's before Sarah goes to... Um, that land. She's. I barely remember anything. Are about you the movie. kidding me? Oh my god! Yeah. So okay, so she's babysitting her half brother or step brother. I think it's her half brother, and um, she's comforting him. He's crying, and he won't stop crying. And she's a spoiled brat, so she's like, "Oh, you never stop crying." And so then she puts him down, and she's like, um, she's like saying, you know, oh, I wish the Goblin King. Oh, no, I mustn't say that. And then so she keeps almost saying it. And the little troll guys are like, did she say it yet? And finally she does say it. I wish the Goblin King. I keep calling them trolls. They're goblins. Mm. I wish the Goblin King would come take you. And ah. that's the invitation for Jareth. Got it. Or David Bowie. Yeah. To come. Right. And he takes the baby. He takes Toby. Oh, I, I take your word for it. It's not ringing any bells. No. I, th- I remember, I, thought, I, I the only thing I remember about that movie is that David Bowie is in it. Oh my God. That's literally, and like, I kind of remember what he looks like. That's literally all I remember about it. This cop piece is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really distraught over this. Like, we, we have to watch that movie. It's so good. It's so good. Okay, anyway. Yeah. The Spirit of God, yeah. Lee, who continues, yeah. has made me. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. Oh my God. Answer me then if you can. Stand up and argue your case before me. Okay. I am the same as you in God's sight. I, too, am a piece of clay. You're a piece of something. Mm -hmm. 
No fear of me should alarm you, nor should my hand be heavy on you. Okay. He's still not said what he's right. going to say. Yeah, what, what's what's your like, point I'm, here? I'm about to say it. Don't just, just everybody stand there. back. Yeah. Everybody stand back. I'm going. It's coming. I'm, I'm going to say it. Okay. But you have said in my hearing, I heard the very words, I am pure. I have done no wrong. I am clean and free from sin. Yet God has found fault with me. He considers me his enemy. He fastens my feet in shackles. He keeps close watch on all my paths. But okay. I tell you, I tell you, in this you are not right. Okay. But God is greater than any mortal. Oh, I didn't know that. No, yeah. I didn't know who, God who had was the... greater than him. That's right? like literally what makes him a God. I mean, if he was a God. Right. Yeah. Why do you complain to him that he responds to no one's words? For God does speak. Does, does he? he? Really? <laughs> when, when when was this? Now one way, now another. Okay. Cryptic much? Right. Very convenient. Right. Though no one perceives it. Oh, see, this, mm. is, this is what I love about, like, when you're talking mm -hmm. to somebody who's religious. Yeah. They're like, God talks to you. You just don't hear it. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Can he turn up the volume? Right? Like, I, if I'm, he's talking. I'm eager. I'm I'm completely missing this if that's I, for real. Look, so. I am not closed to the notion that if that thing is out there, like mm -hmm. it, all it has to do, it he she whatever, yeah, is turn up the fucking volume. Right? Yeah. How about this? Why don't you spend a week with me and just like tell me when tell he's me talking. when he's speaking to me? Yeah, that and would then, be awesome. Like, oh, oh, he's talking. Okay. Okay, and okay. then I can look around and be like. Is the voice from over there? Like, right, I don't, where, where's it coming from? I don't hear it. Where the fuck's the voice? I don't hear the voice. I don't either. Like, I used to argue with my sister all the time because when she was just born with this, like, faith. And, and at the time, we were not a faithy family. We were a sciencey family. Right, but you've, we've talked about this before. She had a friend, though, that was very She did, religious. and she would go to church with her. Not very religious. They or, just well, went, whatever. She went to church with her. They went to church every yeah, Sunday. Yeah, sure. And my sister went with. So, um, as we got older... And we were talking about faith and stuff. My sister, like, just had it. Like, it was just there. And I, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. So I, I would say it's like a light switch. And I'm like, well, nobody turned on my light switch. My light switch is, like, permanently off. Yeah. So, like, if there, if, if you are right, if there is a God, and I'm the biggest dumb butt ever, right? Sure. I am open to that notion that I am wrong. But with proof. Yeah. You know? Like, if you just gave me proof, Look, I would be like, holy shit, I am so sorry. I had it wrong all these years. And here's the thing, though. If something good happens to me, that doesn't mean God's talking to me. If something bad happens right. to me, that doesn't mean God's talking to me. Yeah. It yeah. just means something good or bad happened. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Her fucking car blew up last week. It doesn't mean God was pissed off at me. No. Because you know what? Something else good happened. We got we to gotta check randomly in the mail for a lot of money like the next day yeah that so, we were totally not expecting like, like from the insurance company that's not god talking to you it's just no. fucking random shit right it's it's very random but that's the kind of shit that they would be like well you just didn't hear god talking to you he was telling you something but like, i'm like you're like, right i did not hear no, I'm god pretty talking sure to fucking me. state farm was telling me something <laughs> <laughs> and my honda civic was telling me something yeah yeah you know that's exactly what happened. Right. They they just both happened at the same time. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, every time something good happens in my life and I'm like telling my mom like, oh, this good thing happened and I'm so happy about it. Yay. She's like, well, you know what I call it? And I'm like, I know. <laughs> and then 
she says, it's a God moment or mm. it's a God thing. And but I'm that's just like, why, why are why, people though? so eager to attribute things to something else? Right. Why? Why? I don't get it. it. I, I was just telling you about this great thing. It was so cool. I was happy. It was making me happy. Right. And and now I can't just be happy. Like, I have to look for fairies in the garden, too. <laughs> I stole that from a Heinlein quote. Got it. Heinlein. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyways, he's going on and on, and he's like, God talks. Okay? Yeah. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on people as they slumber in their beds, he may speak in their ears. I have never had God speak to me in my sleep. In my ears. Ever. I've never had him speak in my ears. Right. Awake or asleep. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. He may speak in their ears and terrify them with warnings. Why he got to terrify me? Right. His his very existence would be like, okay, that's powerful. Yeah. Right. right. But even even if, which which he hasn't, but even if he showed up in my dreams, I'd still be like, that was, was a fucking dream. What did I eat before right? I went to yeah. bed? Why Ooh. am I dreaming of God? Well, I mean, we do do a podcast about, right. you know. Right. God. So it would not be unexpected for that to be a dream. Right. But in all the time that we've been doing this, have you ever had a dream about God? Never. Me neither. You know what I dream about? I dream about being stuck in a library that sometimes connects to a mall that sometimes connects <laughs> to my old high school. Like, right. it's weird. Yeah. They're all interconnected. Like, I could draw you a map of how they're connected at this point. Yeah. There's also a house that I sometimes dream of that's sometimes connected to it. But there are two rooms in that house that are so fucking haunted that, I mean, terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Like, those my are wife my wife has a movie that she goes to every night. No, I it's true. I don't really it's understand true. it. But. And, like, I have that sleep paralysis thing. Yeah. Like, sometimes um, my mind wakes up, but my body is still frozen asleep. And I'm trying so hard in my, in my dream state. Right. It, it's weird. I'm trying to move my body in my dream. So my body thinks that I'm trying to move it, but it's frozen in sleep. And so I'm like going through quicksand, like stuck. Right. It's so terrifying and horrendous. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that's not a God thing. That's just like, I need to use a CPAP machine to breathe better. Right. Right. <laughs> so anyways. Okay. So terrify them with warnings to turn them from wrongdoing and keep them from pride. Mm. To preserve them from the pit, their lives from perishing by the sword. Another nightmare that I often have is my teeth crumbling out of my mouth. Right. Yes. That one is very terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't I don't take that as God talking to me and trying to warn me of anything. Right. Or wrongdoing or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Or someone may be chastened on a bed of pain with constant distress in their bones. I mean, my bones sometimes hurt. But that's because I'm getting old. Right. You know, right. I'm closing in on 50. Yeah. You know, it's in the it's in the near future. It's right. not far away. Yeah. My bones hurt. Sure. I mean, don't your bones hurt? Oh, yeah. I'm a little bit older than you, but you do a lot more physical activity than me. And you, like, really abused your body over the years yeah. picking up heavy shit. I have. I have. So do your bones hurt, sir? They do. Is it because God is warning you? No. It's because you're getting old, right? right? We're old people. Yes. So that their body finds food repulsive. That will never happen. <laughs> and their soul loathes the choicest meal. Mm. I cannot even imagine such a thing. I don't even know what a soul is. Like, no. People talk about the soul and I'm like, what the fuck is the soul? I think of a soul as like your conscience. Like, right, but when like, you're, what is that? 
I think of that as like when you're your inner voice, your inner monologue. Okay. Like your thoughts. Sure. You know, your thought process. Right. Like But what, it's not something tangible. No, 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 no. And I don't think that they would say that your soul is tangible. But some people I mean, some people do claim tangible to it because they're like, Well, your soul must continue on. There's energy can't be destroyed. And it's like it's not exactly energy. No. It's just it's an idea. Right. It's like the an idea cannot be an idea exists. It is a thing, but it's sure. not tangible. Right. And an idea can travel from one person to another. Sure. It doesn't need energy. Right. It just catches a ride on my how I communicate but to you, another if person. If you're going to say that your soul carries on, it's because other people carry it on for you. It's not like... That's what I'm know, saying. Like your, your, your legacy. Your legacy is your mm -hmm. soul, essentially. Yeah. Like that's how I would choose to look at it if i was to right. look at it in any way whatsoever sure because i don't know what the fuck a soul is and it doesn't make any sense to me because it's nothing that can be measured or you know seen you can't see it there's nothing to be seen I, there i think that your soul is more than one thing like i think that your soul is all your hopes all your dreams all your regrets all your um deepest shames all your greatest accomplishments um, I think it's what you tell yourself to sleep at night. I think it's how you talk to yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror. I think it's self-motivation. I think it's depression. I think it's all of these things. Like, I think it's ideas. I think that it's your legacy. It's sure. everything. It's who you are. The it's your, the of essence you. of what makes you self-aware. But that doesn't mean that it's a separate entity in no, your body existing. I don't believe that it is. I mean, that's a convenient word to use to embody all those feelings. Sure. But unfortunately, it gets wrapped up in very religious ideas. Right. And that's where the breakdown happens for me. Yes, I agree. Totally. So, but I would never, um, I would never turn away from food. I would right. never yeah. find food no, I, repulsive. I know. said that. I know. I just thought it bore repeating because we strayed. Yeah, So did. I just yeah. wanted to make, wanted sure, make that sure that everybody knew that. I love food. I'm a foodie. I <laughs> no, I really am. Like, I don't just love food. I love the process of eating. I love preparing food. Yeah. I love tastes. Yeah. Like, I like trying new things. Right. Mm. Okay. Their flesh wastes away to nothing, and their bones, once hidden, now stick out. Mm. That's called anorexia. Or starvation, if you don't yes. have food to actually eat. Yes. So. so you're either very, very economically oppressed, or you have a mental disorder. Or maybe they have cancer or something, and they just true. are not able to eat that when is they're true. sickly. That is know? true. You're right. It's not that they don't want to eat. It's that they are not able to hold it down because right. of a physical ailment. Sure, yeah. Yeah. They draw near to the pit and their life to the messengers of death. What's a messenger of death? I, I don't know. A harbinger? Sure. Okay. Whatever. I don't know. Yet if there is an angel at their side, a messenger, one out of a thousand, sent to tell them how to be upright, and he is gracious to that person and says to God, Spare them from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom for them. Let their flesh be renewed like a child. Let them be restored as in the days of their youth. If that angel says that, then that person can pray to God and find favor with him. But only if the angel finds you. Right. And where was that in Moses' book of yeah, the, the law? And how is that fair in any way whatsoever? Like, if if you're the one in 1,000 people... Right. That the angel decides to find. Yeah. Apparently you got to pass. Yeah. But it was just happenstance and luck. Right. And, and how's that work out now, you know, with overpopulation in the world? Right. Like there was so many less people back then. 
So, yeah. like, we're all fucked, apparently. I guess. Unless you find one of these random angels. And how many angels are there? And again, I'm just going to go back to... I didn't realize that they were walking around playing heads up, seven up with us, you know, <laughs> or duck, duck, fucking goose. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they, the angels and find favor with him. They will see God's face and shout for joy. He will restore them to full well-being. Mm, okay. Maybe they took a Tylenol. Yeah. You know, that could be, you never know. And maybe they, they found, maybe they ate some moldy bread. Got some of that penicillin in them. Or maybe, um, a colonizer brought them a candy bar. Yeah. That happens. Be. Yeah. And they will go to others and say, I have sinned. I have perverted what is right, but I did not get what I deserve. God has delivered me from going down to the pit. Mm. And I shall live to enjoy the light of life. That's great. That's great. I I liked my accent for that because it just seemed to feel good. Did it? It, it fit. felt, it felt it good? Fit. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I did. Yeah. God does all these things to a person twice, even three times. As really? long as we're doing it twice or three times, why not so four or five? So you almost die, and then one of his angels finds some of them, and then... Multiple times. But wait, he does it to each person two or three times, so like, mm-hmm. but so then it's not as random as they're saying. Yeah. What is he saying exactly? I'm not really sure what he's saying. Okay. I think he's saying um, the same thing that the other boys did. Right. If you are having bad things happen to you, it's because you fucked up. Right. And, and you're reaping and you need what you to, sow. like, you know, repent right now. Yeah. Or whatever. So that an angel can get on your back. I guess. Yeah. I I mean, that maybe he's, he's not really saying anything that the other guys didn't say. He's just saying it a different way. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. Okay. Uh, turn them back from the pit that the light of life may shine on them. Pay attention, Job, and listen to me. Be silent and I will speak. You just you did. You did. You spoke. You spoke a lot because you spent a good like half hour just saying you were going going right? to speak. Yeah. If you have anything to say, answer me. Speak up, for I want to vindicate you. But if not, then listen to me. Be silent, and I will teach you wisdom. The end. Oh, he's gonna. Yeah, he's, he's gonna a teach uppity him. little snot. Yeah, he is. Who the fuck do you think you are, sir? I mean, I, I don't know. Who do any of them think they are? They're all shit. I know exactly. I know God's will. Oh, right. do you? Because I think that that's blasphemous. Yeah. The statement that you just made, you're speaking for God? How darest thou? Right? Yeah. Okay. No, it's bullshit. So that was uh, Job chapter 33. Sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow with... Job chapter 34. All right. We'll see you guys then. Sure as fuck will. Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? Ellie, finally got around to saying something. But it was just more of the it's, same yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it was more of the same bullshit. But apparently, apparently. Apparently. Um, you either, either you get like three chances in your life because God gives you three chances, or you're only one of like a thousand people that, that angels touch and maybe then you get a chance. Oh, but we're not sure exactly because really it could be like one the, or the other. I don't know. I really like the idea of a bunch of invisible angels running around just tagging people. Right. You're it. Yeah. You're it. You're it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Really fucking weird. Like I'm picturing like they're, them just running around like I wonder what kind of sneakers they're wearing under their robes. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't – I can't get that image out. Somebody art me up that, that image of <laughs> angels running around wearing sneakers. And tagging people. Right, right, yeah. 
So uh, anyway, that was uh, Job chapter 33. It sure as fuck was. And today we're going to be reading... Job chapter 34, motherfucker. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, Job chapter 34. Okay. Then... Then, then we're back to, back to the then. Okay. Back to the then. Then Elihu said... Hear my words, you wise men. He's still talking? He's still talking. I thought he was done. He got three chapters God to damn himself. it. I hate this like, guy. Like, we didn't have to hear from the whole fucking cha- the book of Job, and now we're like, Elihu, Elihu, Elihu. Yeah, and I'll Fuck tell Elihu. you who. He's garbage. Right? That's who. Yeah. Listen to me, you men of learning, for the ear tests words as the tongue tastes food. <laughs> the, the ear tests words. I mean, I guess that's kind that, of true. That's a really weird analogy. It really, yeah, it's, it's a weird way of putting that. I'm, I'm not sure I agree I, with his. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. We're like gonna it. we're gonna not use that one. Nope, nope. I like the grinding people's. You know, grinding the grain, grinding, grinding other men's grain. Gr- yeah, that yeah. was good. Was yeah, good, but and, you know, and him filling the, you up with his meat. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. But this one has not so good. Nope. Let us discern for ourselves what is right. Dum Dum continued. Let us learn together what is good. But Job, does it, wait, wait, you're going to learn and you're going to mm-hmm. discern for yourselves? Doesn't God tell you guys no, what's gonna, good? He's going to tell you. This kid's going to tell you. Oh. Ready? That's pretty presumptuous of him, I would say. You're just an old fart. You know nothing. This I am kid, an old fart. This kid is young and he's going to tell you a tell. Well. Okay? He's going to say a say. These damn kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. He knows everything. Okay. He sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. And he so, told us that he knew everything mm-hmm. for like a whole chapter. Yeah. And then he said, listen, 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 listen. Right. Okay. And yeah. now he's like, I now, am telling you the tell. Well, now he's telling us that our ear holes taste things like tongues. <laughs> so. All right. He's he's about to mimic and mock Job. Okay. Oh, that, that tastes good to my ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Job says, okay, he's yeah. quoting Job. Right, right, right. Job says, I am innocent, but God denies me justice. Although I am right, I am considered a liar. Although I am guiltless, his arrow inflicts an, an incurable wound. Is there anyone like Job who drinks scorn like water? Wow. You are rude, sir. You yeah, are making fun of this guy covered in boils straight to his <laughs> face. Like, Wow. <laughs> He keeps company with evildoers. He associates with the wicked based on what? Bring the fucking receipts, you dumb fuck. Right? Tell me where you got this information. I want to know. Exactly. Come on, Elihu. For he says, there's no profit in trying to please God. So listen to me, you men of understanding. Okay. Y'all farts. Yeah. Far be it from God to do evil, from the Almighty to do wrong. But you're wrong. I know, right? Like, <laughs> like you're, you're you're wrong. We happen to read ahead and behind, and yeah, you know, and we know you're wrong. Yeah, actually, God is doing. You know, I, this is this is my problem with a lot of people. Like, maybe you just don't speak on what you don't know. Yeah, you know, and I'm guilty of that too. I think oh, we're you all are. guilty. You yeah. talk out your ass. No, so no, much. yeah. We're, I think everybody's I guilty. Too. I think everybody's yeah. guilty of that. Yeah, but. But, but to get up in somebody else's face and be like, this is what God wants. I couldn't imagine speaking for... Okay, let's assume that I believed in a God, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine speaking for said God. Right. Because, like, it's the God thing. Yeah. And they're hypothetically all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing, right? Yeah. 
I wouldn't want to be fucking wrong if I was speaking for a god. Exactly. Because that doesn't seem like it's going to be a good plan. It doesn't. It seems like you're supposed to be humble and not know. Right. I mean. That's kind of, that's been my theory on how to handle any such god mm -hmm. should they exist. Is like, oh, well, if you're there, then I'm just going to, you know, I bow to your knowledge. But, you know, since I don't believe you. I don't, I don't do that. I don't but, know that know. I would bow even if I did find out there was a god. But I would I'm, be I'm like, just... I have a few questions and a few things I need to get off my chest. But if you did respect and love a god that did actually exist, okay, would you speak for it? I would never. Right? I would not, unless it was specifically, this is specifically the words that he told me. Okay? I would, right. I would say, I know, I wouldn't say I know what god wants. I would say... Look, I'm not speaking for him. I don't know what he wants. I can only tell you what he specifically told me. Right. And even then, it might be directions for you and right. not everybody. You right. Know? Exactly. So. Like, he might have just been telling me to shut the fuck up. Right. Or, you know, whatever. He might not have been saying all women need to shut the fuck up or all humanity need. Like, I'm not speaking for him. I just, I get a little bit bent out of shape when people are like, God wouldn't want you to do this, or God says this is bad, and blah, right? blah, blah. I'm like, when did God tell you this? Did, did you did you get it on an audio? Did you record it? Because, I mean, you're saying he says these things, mm -hmm. but I don't really believe you actually heard them. Mm -hmm. I believe that somebody told you that God thinks these things. And so you're playing this game of fucking telephone. Mm -hmm. That's really piss poor. Yeah, yeah. So, whatever. I totally agree with you, 100%. Yeah. So this kid, Elihu the Boozer, is saying he repays everyone for what they have done. He brings on them what their conduct deserves. Mm. So he's just giving more of the same of you reap what you sow. Right. It is unthinkable that God would do wrong, that the Almighty would pervert justice. He, he fucking did, though. Right. He did, literally. Yeah. Yep. Who appointed him over the earth? Who put him in charge of the whole world? If it were his intention and he withdrew his spirit and breath, all humanity would perish together and mankind would return to the dust. Mm. Based on what? You don't know. Yeah. Like, just because just because you leave the house doesn't mean that all your battery-drawn objects stop working. You know, I have to say, if God is so righteous and right and, and gives people what they deserve, mm -hmm. what about the babies that drowned during Noah's yeah, flood? Yeah, exactly. Were, did they do something wrong? Exactly. Other than being born? They should have not been Or born. maybe there was no babies at that time. Maybe there was like a, you know, 20-year break of babies. I don't believe that. I don't believe second. that either. But but I have to. So if we're going to go with the God theory and mm -hmm. the flood theory and all that shit. Yeah, it all really happened. Sure, sure, sure. You have to believe that God drowned babies. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore, to say that he never does something that some. To say that he punishes only those who deserve it. Is, you're saying that those babies. Those babies that died in that flood deserved to fucking die. Or how about um, the whole Passover thing, you know, right. where all of the Egyptian children and babies that died. Yeah, what did they do? Be Egyptian? Jesus. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ugh. Right? This is bullshit. And I yeah, hate it's it. bullshit. If you have understanding, hear this. Listen to what I say. <clears throat> say. Sorry. My throat went out. Yeah. Blah. Can someone who hates justice govern? Yes. Um, I guess. We have a lot of people in Trump's power today. Trump's a good, uh, good example of that, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. So yeah. I guess you could call what he did governing. 
I mean, they're in charge. Are they doing a great job? <laughs> no. Right. But are they governing? Yes. Right. Will you condemn the just and mighty one? He's not just. And he's not really that mighty. Not and not only that, but he's not condemning them. Right. He's, he's actually like saying that God is all powerful and good. Like and really what Job is saying is. I just is, want an explanation, you know. Yeah, Job is basically saying like, I clearly don't understand what the fuck. Because I didn't deserve all this, to my knowledge. Right. And I would love to ask him these questions and get some fucking answers. And yeah. I've been blameless all my life, so I believe that I fucking deserve answers. Yeah, condemning him is such strong words that yeah. Job never used. Yeah, yeah. He, This kid is dumb and I hate him. Yeah. Is he not the one who says to kings, you are worthless, and to nobles, you are wicked, who shows no partiality to princes and does not favor the rich over the poor, for they are all the work of his hands? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Because, like, you're telling... So, like, there were specific rules for the poor back in the Levitical law that you were to leave food for them out on the outskirts of your, your mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Your, your orchard, shit. your gardens, whatever. Yeah. That they could pick up to eat. So that means that it doesn't mean that they were bad. It just means that they were poor. Right. So to say that he treats everyone fairly, why is this person rich and that person's poor? Well, the only thing is that they're supposed to switch positions like every seven years. So, no? I don't think that's the case. No. Oh. No. You There There was a law that if you lost your land due to um, you didn't have enough money to run it, and then somebody took it over. You have the right to reclaim it after seven years uh, of being yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, a slave. I just had a prettier image in my yeah. No, mind. they don't switch the poor for the rich. Damn. Yeah, no, the the rich are always the rich. You know what? I was confusing that with that one holiday that um um if you ever saw the Disney movie um the Hunchback of Notre Dame um at the very beginning of the movie there's like this celebration and I forget what it's called but it's for a, for one day. Um, the poor and downtrodden all get to like be in charge and throw tomatoes mm. at the king and stuff or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think I just had that kind of confusion. Like I had that image in mind. Right. Well, you keep me on my toes. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta call out your bullshit sometimes. No, I I'm like wait. Not, no, that is definitely not right. It's not bullshit. <laughs> it's talking out of my ass. Right. Which we talked about that we both do. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. Right. Okay. Continuing on. Elihu says, they die in an instant, in the middle of the night. The people are shaken and they pass away. The mighty are removed without human hand. His eyes are on the ways of mortals. He sees their every step. So Does he though? he's saying that people die randomly all the time because God's like, you're bad. Boom, dead. But I don't see that happening. God mm-hmm. would rather, and it's been said that God would rather punish the children. Mm-hmm. Of that person than yeah. the person that's doing the bad. Yeah, that was the And whole, that was even back during Moses' time. Yeah, that was the whole point of um, making the clan tighter and making them more uh, responsible for their choices because every step that they took, they knew impacted future generations. Right, but it, and it's even been said in Job. Like, that's mm-hmm. been referred to in Job. Mm-hmm. So the same idea is still there. Right. Yet he's saying, like, they walk this fine line of saying he, he'll punish them immediately, but no, he'll punish them down the line. Yeah. I'm like, which one is it? Sometimes he punishes immediately. Sure, like, uh, like that kid that you know dropped the ark or tried yeah. to pick up the ark. Right. Yeah. Uza. Uza. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes people get punished immediately. Sometimes they don't. But it doesn't seem, there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to it. Right. Yeah, Just no. I whatever agree. God's feeling that day. Yeah, whatever he's in the mood for. Whatever the people need to believe that day. Yeah. Okay. There is no deep shadow, no utter darkness where evildoers can hide. God has no need to examine people further that they should come before him for judgment. Oh, excuse you. So, he, yeah, you, you already... You already you don't even know, need to talk huh? to me. He already knows. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, how do you know that, kid? Right. Without inquiry, he shatters the mighty and sets up others in their place. Because he takes note of their deeds, he overthrows them in the night, and they are crushed. He punishes them for their wick- wickedness where everyone can see them because they turned from following him and had no regard for any of his ways. They caused the cry of the poor to come before him so that he heard the cry of the needy. But if he remains silent, who can condemn him? If he hides his face, who can see him? Yet he is over individual and nation alike to keep the godless from ruling, from laying snares for the people. You have any thoughts? Uh, I, I don't. I don't know that he's making a ton of uh, good points here, honestly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, God's punishing nations and kings and leaving snares. powerful, blah, blah, Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Basically, uh, he's going to keep people who are not not godly from ruling, I guess, or something. Okay, I have to be totally honest with you. Yeah. When I was just reading that last um, couple of sentences, that paragraph. Right. I accidentally spaced out. Yeah. Because it struck too close to um, sitting in church and <laughs> hearing like pastors talk. And every time that happens, like I will try so hard, pay attention, pay attention. Right. And the more that I try to pay attention, the more I space out. And I don't mean to. So um, I don't know what was just said, except that it sounded pastor. No, I got it. That, that reminds me, like, when I have been to church, and mm-hmm. I have, I've been to church. So fun. I get immensely bored when they're reading passages. Oh. Like, it's so bad. Do you ever fight to stay awake? Every fucking time. <laughs> Do yeah. you ever have to, like, bite your tongue or the inside of your cheek or, like, pinch yourself? I, I generally am leaning on my my hand and i'm like pulling my eyebrows up so i can keep my eyes open i'm like oh my god finish this shit what are you talking about even because they're usually reading from like the king james bible or something right and it's like like a bunch of me thou and whatever and i'm like oh this is miserable like just talk just talk i can stay awake for a discussion not only that but like at least we talk about it as we're going through it they don't talk about it they just read the whole fucking passage i'm like Great, that was so dumb. Like, but I okay, I I couldn't tell you if it was dumb or not because none of it went in. Right, because yeah. I spaced out. True, I, I, I'm just being honest. It's it's basically like they read it as like show for show, mm-hmm. and then they're like, if you want to learn more, come to the Bible study on Wednesday. Yeah, you know, like yeah, and that, that's whatever. And I don't want to come to the Bible study no, on Wednesday because no. no, you should come to the Bible study every day with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you should. Suppose someone says to God, I am guilty but will offend no more. Teach me what I cannot see. If I have done wrong, I will not do so again. Should God then reward you on your terms when you refuse to repent? You must decide, not I. So tell me what you know. Men of understanding declare, wise men who hear me, say to me, Job speaks without knowledge. His words lack insight. Oh, that Job might be tested to the utmost for answering like a wicked man. To his sin he adds rebellion. Mm. Scornfully he claps his hands among us and multiplies his words against God. The end. 
but they're the ones that are fucking like this is so aggravating this is very annoying and uh, because they're all wrong but it just it's reminding me of the flaws that are in people Mm -hmm. people have these flaws people have this need to tell you what you're doing wrong what you have done wrong what you probably did wrong and they know everything right and and then what you should do this is what you should do Mm -hmm. you know yep you should listen to me that's what you should do yep because god wants you to do this but i'm the one telling you to do it yeah and obviously i know better than you do even though it's your life yep i i hate it i hate that shit i do too like i catch well i i can't say i catch myself um, our kid catches me all the time. Like, I'm always like, you should blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, should I? And they're like, can you please not tell me what I should and shouldn't do? Right. Um, with regard to, like, life decisions, not when I say, like, you should bring your laundry down. That's different. I think that I've actually come a long way with how I regard conversations with our kid. Mm-hmm. Because I couch my advice as... I, I I say it in a, in a manner of why I, I tell them why I would want them to do it. Yeah. Not not that they need to do it. Not that they have to do it. Not that they need right. to do what I want them to do. But I'm the reason I, I tell them what it is, and I say, and this is why I would want you to do it. Like I explain it. Yeah. And then I figure, you know, our kid is really smart. They can make an informed decision from there. Mm-hmm. And. That's as much as I can do as a parent, especially with an 18-year-old. Yeah. You know, they're going to make their own decisions. Yep, yep. And I don't have any control over that. The best I can do is try to offer it in such a way that they don't fight me on it. You're better instantaneously. I'm better at, like, backtracking and apologizing. So, like, when they do call me out and be like, you know... You told you keep telling me I should, 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 and you know I don't want to, or I think you're wrong, or that's not the way to that's talk not, to that's, me. That's... But no, what I'm saying is, um, I I listen to their feedback on that, and I'm like, no, you're absolutely right, and I need to not do that. And here's my feelings on it, and I just get frustrated on your behalf because I want what's best for you or whatever right right and so no, I, you do apologize really well yeah between I, between the two of us what i'm saying is you're better in the moment but i'm i'm not yeah, but I, I am good at apologizing i only don't have to apologize because i'm the perfect dad oh my god shut the <laughs> fuck up i mean you're 99.99 percent right but that's what sucks all right well anyway we've gone on long enough so that was Job chapter 34. Sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow with... Job chapter 35. All right, guys. We'll see you then. Yep. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Ellie who? Ellie who? He was... uh, (laughs) He was going on and on about shit that Job did wrong, apparently, but... Not really, because he doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. And he said that um, Job was condemning God, which absolutely didn't happen. Right? Yeah. And then we're waiting. Did you read the same thing, you dumbass? Right. And then we're waiting today to find out if Job smacks his ass. I really hope he does. Right? Do you think he will? No. God damn it! It's never that like you know. Yeah, we gotta. That's that's why we need to write that Bible of ours. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible, Mm -hmm. the Bible, the sacrilegious discourse Bible. Yes. And we need to make it more exciting. It's true. Right? It's true. We'll put in like a false chapter and be like, that's what should have happened. Right. But yeah. anyway, here's what really happened. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that was Job chapter 34. Shut up, cat. <laughs>
<laughs> and today, <laughs> it, oh wait, wait, you said 34. It sure as fuck was. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And today we're reading Job chapter 35 with the help from our cat, apparently. Okay, let's do it. Do it. Okay, meow. <laughs> Okay, Job chapter 35. Okay. Then. Then. It's still Elihu. Is it still Elihu? Because he says, do you think this is just you saying, I am in the right, not God? So just to clarify, Job did not smack him. We don't know. It hasn't happened yet. Not yet, anyway. Maybe next chapter. Okay. Sigh. Yeah. Okay, so he's like making fun of Job. You say, I'm in the right, not God. Yet you ask him, what profit is it to me and what do I gain by not sinning? I would like to reply to you and your friends. I would like to reply to you and to your friends with you. Sorry, that was bad phrasing and it made me stumble. Right, yeah, yeah. Look up at the heavens and see. Glaze at the glaze, gaze at the clouds so high above you. I was thinking of donuts. Right, yeah. Glaze donuts. Yep. Gaze at the clouds, blah, blah, blah. If you sin, how does that affect him? If your sins are many, what does that do to him? I thought he he's offended, isn't he? I don't fucking know. I mean, according to you know the Bible. Right. I'm not sure what he's getting at. I don't either. If you are righteous, what do you what do you give to him? Or what does he receive from your hand? Your wickedness only affects humans like yourself, and your righteousness only other people. People Then, then why does he fucking care? I don't know. Okay. Like I said, I'm not sure what he's getting at here. Right, yeah. I'm just trying to, like, figure it out as I go. Sure, sure. People cry out under a load of oppression. They plead for relief from the arm of the powerful. But no one says, where is God my maker who gives songs in the night, who teaches us more than he teaches? Teaches us more than he teaches. Oh, who teaches us more than he teaches the beasts of the earth and makes us wiser than the birds in the sky. Mm. Okay. I mean, I I say that. Just kidding. (laughs) He does not answer when people cry out because of the arrogance of the wicked. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's why. If only the wicked weren't arrogant, then he would answer our question. I see. I see. It sounds like bullshit to me. It also sounds like false correlation. Right. Indeed, God does not listen to their empty plea. The Almighty pays no attention to it. Well, that's fucked up. Because they're wicked, apparently. But that's fucked up. Right. Yeah, I I don't, I don't, hmm. I don't know. Like, um, just because somebody, well, I mean, you, you, apparently there's the ability to redeem yourself in God's Mm -hmm. eye, right? Mm -hmm. So just because somebody is wicked doesn't mean that they would always end up being that way. Right. So why are they any le- why are they any less deserving of a chance than somebody else? Right. What about the story of the prodigal son, which we haven't got to yet, but the whole point of that is that um somebody who returns to the flock after having been away is right. like celebrated. Right. Which which is bullshit in and of itself. It is. But- it is. But I mean, honestly, though, like, you know, how as a society, we like the redeemed person, right? The Mm -hmm. person who has corrected their views about how they were. Yeah. And the the redemption arc story from from within. Right. We love that. We do. We all do. 
And and we apparently, all love a good comeback. according to God, sometimes he likes that story too. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes he just punishes Willy right Willy. out. You yeah. know, like, okay, we're, we're just going to punish. And fuck you, and fuck you, right, and fuck you. Right. Fucks for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but what what justifies his immediate response and bad, like, wrath mm-hmm. versus I'm going to let you go, but then someday you might redeem yourself. Right. What 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 distinguishes between those two Ooh, things? Oh, oh, I know what the Christian answer is. What's that? Because God knows who's worth saving. If he knows, he knows if he knows all things ahead of time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then why doesn't then then what does anything matter? It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> to answer your fucking question, it okay. just so doesn't. then then there's either whatever. Just, yeah, okay. It's all bullshit. It's it it's the whole. Um, Free will versus destiny question. Right, right. And, you know, you can't have both. And Christians try to have it a little bit of both. Right. Depending on the day. Because yep. you're responsible for your actions, and yet you're not because God already knows what's happening anyways. So who fucking cares? Right. And it's whichever one they feel like mm-hmm. throwing mm-hmm. out. Yeah. How much less, then, will he listen when you say that you do not see him? That your case is before him and you must wait for him. And further, that his anger never punishes and he does not take the least notice of wickedness. So Job opens his mouth with empty talk. Without knowledge, he multiplies words. The end. Okay, but... Hold on, hold on. So let me get this straight, Elihu. You are talking shit. Like, we literally know that you're mistaken. Right. And you're saying that Job is talking shit. When there's literal examples of wicked people not being punished mm-hmm. immediately like Job was. Yeah. So, like, he has actual examples that he could bring receipts for. Yeah. Whereas Elihu is like, I know you were bad because mm-hmm. you got punished. Yeah. So, there. That, that makes no fucking sense. No. It does not at all. Yeah. This book is dumb and I hate it. Agreed. Okay. And it's just annoying, you know? It like, is. I I still understand what they're getting at here no sort of. i understand what they're trying to get at in right, the childish right. way yeah yeah it's but that's the problem it's fucking childish agreed it's okay apparently people hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago were fucking unsophisticated dum-dums well yeah and, and they had never you know had any example ever and so they just didn't know how to put stories together that's part Got of why it. this book is such trash right you know? It's just how am I supposed how am I supposed to get anything out of this? It is pure dumb dumbery. You have to if you want, quote unquote, if you want to get something out of it, right? Mm-hmm. You have to attribute it um meaning and beauty that it doesn't quite live up to. Mm-hmm. You have to pretend like these things are the way things should be and ought to be and and that they mean more than they say. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to you have to put in these extra meanings to make it this beautiful book that makes these beautiful points and says these beautiful things. But really, so far, it's just been a bunch of beautiful bullshit. It's not even beautiful either. Well, we make it beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful fart. Here's the thing. Like, I am a little bit arrogant. And I pride myself on... Um, being a bit of an intellectual, like I love a good fart joke and I drop f bombs, but I mean, I also know how to 
do sentences good. Right. Right. right yeah. So this this bothers me. Like I resent that I have to fucking lower my intelligence level to this dumb dumb level. You know what it reminds me of? Remember when we were going to community college, right? And like we were frustrated um each in our respective classes by the fact that it didn't matter how much or how little effort we put in because people who barely put in any effort would get the same grade as you for putting in extra effort. And so there was really like no fucking incentive to um, push yourself to do really well because the teachers were like so impressed that you could string words together correctly (laughs) that they were like, holy shit, it's the best I've ever read. This should be in a museum. You should get a Pulitzer Prize. The humanitarian, I've never seen such art. Like, no, I'm merely a dum-dum who happens to be a little bit smarter than the dum-dums next to me. Right, right. Like, I'm not saying I am smart and great and good and and knowledgeable, okay? I'm saying that I'm a dum-dum and there are a lot of people who are dum-dummery dumber than I am. Wow, that was an amazing sentence you just strung together there. It was fun to say. That was great. It tasted was good in my mouth. pure literary art right it, there. It felt good, I'm telling you. Did it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So to to get back to this, though, what I'm saying is I resented the teacher telling me, you're great, when I'm like, mm, no, please put red ink on it. I would like to improve. I, right. I know I can't possibly be as good as you say I am. Otherwise, I would, you know, be whatever good greatness is. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. So So when I am reading this and I'm like, supposed to get something good out of it, I I resent it because I'm like, no, there is nothing you can offer me. You are dumb. This is dumb. I don't want to do group projects with this, (laughs) is what I'm saying. Like, this is not up to my caliber. I'm, I'm not necessarily like advanced placement, but I'm also not remedial. You well, know, that's all I'm saying. And and you've got people that will defend it and say, look, it's been translated a million different times. It's, you know, it was written back before people had understandings of modern society. So we're, in a, we're in a different, we're, we're in a different era, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you, the apologists are going to say you have to build in apologies for it. But I you feel like to... I already have. Right. I feel like I have... By saying, okay, I'm going to try and I'm going to see what I can get out of this. And I'm trying to pretend that it's real and say, okay, from the who who is real, you know, people believe in this. And and so, okay, in, in canon, God is real and this really happened. Got it. Right. Like, that is me giving grace. That is me extending, um, okay, show me what you got. Sure. Yeah. No, so, I we're trying as hard as we have it in us to try. And they want me to try harder. And I'm like, no, this needs to reach out to me a little bit. And it's not. Right. It's just not. Right. I, but that's why, they, that's why they have pastors and preachers and, and all that bullshit so that they can tell you what you're supposed to think. But when I hear them, they are wrong and they are lying and they are bad and they have airplanes. But they would say the same thing about us. I don't have airplanes. Well, and no, I'm not okay. lying. Sans airplanes, okay? But also, I'm not lying. No, I know. I know. They might call me bad and wrong. That is subjective. Sure. They're saying they would say we have an agenda that we are coming at this from a skewed point of view. Is what they would say. 
I guess, but I'm like, yes, I do. Okay, so convince me. Work hard. Mate, you say I'm worth being saved, right? Give me a convincing fucking argument. Well, I guess my take has always been this. People claim up and down that the Bible is the word of God mm -hmm. and that it is the most holy of holy books and it has all the proof of God that you'll ever need, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if that's the case, as I'm reading through it, I should be a little bit more convinced than I am yes. that God is real. Yes. I feel like it should, the book itself should reach out to me. I know without a doubt that I am smarter than a lot of the pastors out there. Yes. I'm sure that there are some that are smarter than me as well. Oh, but, I'm you know, sure whatever. that there are many well-educated people out there that know the Bible up one. I mean, we can't even remember the names of the fucking people that we've already read. Sure. So right. obviously oh, we're yeah. not. Well, like, but I mean, this isn't a memorization contest either. No, but I'm just saying like they could pull fucking verses out of their asses and spit them at us. And then I would feel stupid, even though I know that what they're saying does not line up. I think so. And just to go down this a little bit, when I first started wanting to read the Bible and we wanted to get into this, part of me did want to learn verses that I could toss out and be like, so it says here that da 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 and da 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 da, right? Mm -hmm. But as I'm reading through it, while I have come across some things that are really funny and, and things that I sure. would love to use, you know, here and there, generally speaking, I think it's more important to understand the overarching message that is in the Bible and how I react to it than it is to understand specific verses to place for an argument, you know, like, yes. because I could place in an argument, anything from anything mm -hmm. and make it sound valid. Yes. You can take snippets of it. It's, it's called taking things out of context, right? Yes. So the, the larger context is reading the entire thing and taking it as a whole piece of literature that you are supposed to apply as the word of God, as, Whatever it is presenting itself as. Unfortunately, I don't think it's living up to the standard that it has, you know, is it, that people want it to live up to. Obviously, because this book has done more to turn me from vaguely spiritual and kind of agnostic to like fucking hardcore atheist and angry that I wasted my time giving it a chance. Well, that's you what, know what most I mean? people say if they read the Bible themselves. It, it turned them harder towards the atheism. And I, I wanted to find something beautiful. I wanted to find, obviously not in every single page, obviously not in every single story or every single book. But I, and you know, we're only partway through the Old Testament. So right. there, I guess, you know, maybe I'm speaking too soon. But okay, halfway through the fucking Old Testament, I still have not found anything where I could sit back and say, oh, Okay. That's a beautiful concept. That's a beautiful yes, idea. That's, I uh, really appreciate those that. Those words were just completely... They, I'm moved. Yeah, I am moved. Right, I'm moved. I might not believe in God, but I am moved. And now I have a little bit of better feeling about it. Right. And I'm, I'm not even getting a little spark of that. Well, there's something in every single chapter, in every single book, for sure, that we can take issue... That we, that we have taken issue with, with regard to how God treats this person or that person or does reacts to this that or the other or the and inhumanity of it all right right so there there's li literally not been one book of the bible and probably not even one chapter of the bible hardly that we have agreed with right you know like we we've never i don't i don't want to say never because we've done over 600 episodes now mm -hmm. but i vaguely I, I i don't ever remember finishing a chapter and saying that's exactly correct 
Mm-hmm. That's the way it should be. Not once. No. At, at best, I've said, well, that was dull. Right, yeah. We, like, might, we definitely had some dull ones. But that, that's the best. That's the kindest thing. The the only chapters I can think of that were that could be said that was correct or that was, you know, whatever, would be the ones where they were talking about the plans and how to build something. Like, well, the measurements probably work out correctly and that's good and whatever. But we came out of that going, that was dull. It was definitely dull. Yeah. Yeah. And, and pointless, sorry, really. Yeah. Because what, you're going to build it again? <laughs> right. I mean... God promised that that's not going to happen again. So why do we need the measurements? We're not going to need the fucking arc again, are we? No. So dot, dot, dot. Right. Moreover, if somebody did build the arc again, no one would take it as an actual, like, I can't imagine somebody creating, like trying to, even if, okay, let's, let's take, let's just, let's just assume religion is real, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. If Jesus came back today, mm-hmm. this world would not accept him. No, not at all. No. I mean, he's brown, so you could stop there. More than that, though. He, no, but I, I mean, mean, just on appearances alone, he's brown. Done. Right. He would be sent to a loony bin. Mm-hmm. He'd be, you know, whatever. I mean, it's not going to happen. But I mean... He would be persecuted by the very people he had been sent to save. Right. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, that was Job chapter 35. It sure as fuck was. And tomorrow is Saturday, and we'll be back with... Q&A Saturday. And then on Sunday, we'll be doing our special... Patreon. (laughs) Trying out something new here. I'm trying a jingle. Yeah. What do you think? You you like it? You You don't like any of them, honestly. No, I really don't. But it's okay. Well, I okay. think I think that Patreon. I I really like that. I think I think that's the new jingle for Patreon. All right, all right. So that's Sunday. And I'll get the weekly replay done that day, and then we'll be back on Monday with Job chapter thirty-six. All right, we'll see you guys then. Okie dokie. Husband, wife. Do you know what today is? Well, it's Saturday. It is. So it's Q and A Saturday. That's right. And what are we going over today? Well, we didn't have any specific question, didn't we? So no, we didn't. Mm. Um, we were pissed because this um Elihu kid just comes out of nowhere, right? Right. And it was frustrating, and we were like, "Who the fuck?" Right. And so that Elihu? was Elihu. Elihu. <laughs> Who you, Elihu? So, um, I was trying to look for some question to answer. And at first I started to just do another summary of the chapters we covered since I yeah. really... But then I decided, hold on a sec. Okay. Because I stumbled onto something about Elihu. Oh, really? Yeah. And then, so, so we're going to talk about him and we're going to talk about each of the guys. Oh, okay. okay. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead and get on into this. All righty. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, so first, let's just talk a little bit about the book of Job and the way it's set up. Okay. Okay. Yep. So it's basically split into three different sections. There's the prologue, which is chapters one and two, and that's where, you know, God and Satan are doing their little chit chat. Yeah. Okay, then there's the dialogue. And that's where... All too um, familiar with that. Yeah. It's where they're all talking and taking turns talking at each other. Right, right. That is the bulk of um, this book. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's chapters 3 through 31. Okay. Okay. Then um, chapters 32 through 42, which is the rest of the book, yeah. is the verdicts. So we finished up the dialogue, chapter 31. Okay. On Monday. Yeah. And then the rest of the week, we got into the verdicts. The verdicts, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where um, he's being judged or whatever. Doesn't feel like it yet, exactly. No, no. But we're only in the beginning stages of it. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So um, the prose narratives, which is the prologue and the epilogue at the end, which is part of the verdicts. Um, those date to before the 6th century BCE. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The poetry section, which is the arguments of the friends, you know, the dialogue. Right. Has been dated to between the 6th and the 4th century BCE. Okay. So they were not written at the same, at time. The same time. Got it. And then chapters 28 and 32 through 37, which is Elihu. Yeah. Those were added later. Interesting. So that's why he came in late. Yes, that is correct. He was late because he wasn't there. Got it. Let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Okay. So chapter 32 is where we begin Elihu's verdict. Sure. And that's chapters 32 through 37. Which we have not got to yet. Right. So Monday and Tuesday, chapters 36 and 37, we'll finish up Elihu. Okay. Which, sorry for the spoiler, there's a little bit more Elihu to go. Right, right. Which, yeah. That sucks. Sure. So my next note says, whomst the fuck is Elihu anyway? Right. And I had to say that because I love my notes. Yeah. At myself. Yeah. Okay. Now the name Elihu means he is my God. El and then Ehu. And okay. El is God. He's the only character in the book of Job whose name is mentioned in full, including the patronymic, the father name right his family name yeah yeah his identity as a boozite remember we kept calling him a boozy yeah or yeah. A boozer right places his origin in edom okay now he's called a buzzite because he's from the tribe of buzz buzz was the father of ooze from back in genesis chapter 22 okay and buzz was also one of abraham's nephews okay okay so yeah. he's from that yeah. descendant. He's the son of Barakel and a descendant of Buzz, which I just said. Sure. Okay. Now, Elihu, as we already stated, is not mentioned in the prologue. Right. Okay. 
and his speeches contradict the opinions expressed by his friends, which we kind of didn't get. Right. Like, we thought he was saying just more of more of the same. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of different. I'm going to get into that in a minute. Okay. So I'm really glad I looked into this because it helps clarify some of the things that we misunderstood. Got it. Got it. Yeah. His speeches contradict the opinions expressed by his friends and that it is impossible that the righteous should suffer all pain being a punishment for some sin. Okay. Okay. That's what his friends were saying. Sure. It's impossible that the righteous should suffer because all pain is only punishment. So if you're being punished. Right. It's because you sinned. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So rather than stressing the idea that suffering is a punishment for sinful actions, Elihu concentrates on Job's sinful reaction to his undeserved suffering. Okay. Okay. All right. I didn't catch that. Well, and we kind of commented actually on that earlier on, like when Job was talking, we're like, damn, he's kind of saying some shit against God. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, that that kind of tracks. That tracks. Yes. Um, And there's a reason for that, which I'll get to in a minute. Okay. Okay. A reason that that would have been added. Got it. Got it. Now, Elihu states that suffering may be applied to the righteous as a protection against greater sin. So he's saying that sometimes we are going to get pain that's not related to sin. We're just going to get pain because it is to elicit greater trust and dependence on a merciful, compassionate God in the midst of adversity. Okay. So sometimes you're not being punished. Sometimes... It's just a greater lesson. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and that's a very today Christian apologist right, thing. Right. And it's God a, works in mysterious ways. Yes. I was just gonna say that. Yes. So that way there's an answer for whichever way you choose to go. Yeah, very convenient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now some writers question the status of Elihu's interruption and sermon because of his sudden appearance and subsequent disappearance from the text. Because once he says his say. He's, he's never he's never heard from again. Elihu, he, Elihu out. Yeah, he disappears off into the sunset. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Even scholars who re- regard the book of Job as a literary composition by a single author, which most don't. Okay. But even the ones that do tend to see Elihu's speeches as an early edition or commentary to the original book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Most scholars consider his section to be a later interpolation perhaps by a scribe who thought that the book of Job's subject matter ventured too close to blasphemy. Okay. Right? And yeah. we commented on that. Right, right. So that extra bit was added because somebody was reading it the way we were going, yeah, damn, Job. Right, right. I mean, I feel you, but geez, yeah. you are talking No, down. I mean, he was making very good yeah. points that a, that a – Atheist might ask, you know? Yes, yes. So, I mean, and it was... so somebody came along and penciled in this little extra, you shouldn't question God like that asshole. Right, right. So, and that tracks. So this is why Elihu gets his own special, like, five or six chapters or whatever. Yes, yes. Got it. it. He's, he's the moral code. Okay. Or whatever. All right. He's not mentioned in Job chapter two, in which Job's friends are introduced, nor is he mentioned at all in the epilogue. Right. Okay? Like I said, he just has those... Massive amounts of chapters that the others don't have and then disappears. Got it. Even so, some scholars believe the book of Job was probably written by Elihu. And I'm like, that doesn't fucking make sense, but go off. (laughs) 
Okay, so that's all we have to say about Eliphaz, or I'm sorry, about <laughs> Elihu, because that's all we know. Okay. Okay? Yeah. But I feel better having looked that up about him. Yeah, no, that's Because, cool. okay, that, that makes better sense of what we're reading. It does. It does. So then I thought, okay, well, what about these other guys? Like, sure. I, we never really looked into them much. Right. Is, is there anything special about them? Is there? I mean, kind of, I oh, guess. Kind of, so you the, guess. The first one, yeah, yeah, just okay. follow me. All right. The first one to speak is Eliphaz the Temanite. Okay? okay. He's the first of the three visitors to Job, and he came from Teman, which is an important city of Edom. And Eliphaz appears as the representative of the wisdom of the Temanite, of the Edomites. Sorry. Okay. Blah. His name means El is pure gold or my God is pure gold because, again, Eliphaz, El is God. Got it. Um, it might also mean something more along the lines of my God is separate or my God is remote. Got it. Okay. Because, you know, gold is remote. I don't know. I'm sure. Whatever. Now, because he spoke first each time, because remember, the dialogues were set in cycles. Yeah. Where it was one Job. Two Job, three Job, or something like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I got that wrong, but it, it was set in that kind of cycle. Right. Okay. Eliphaz was probably the oldest of the friends. Okay. Because he was the first to speak each time. Got so, it. So, huh, okay. He appears mild and modest. And yeah, compared to what came after, his first speeches were less like attacky. Right. They were still not cool. But they weren't as heated as the the rest got. Right, right. So by comparison, he does appear mild and modest. His primary belief was that the righteous do not perish. You know, they live forever or whatever. Sure. He also believed that the wicked alone suffer and in equal measure as to how they have sinned. So to him, it's very simple, black and white. You sinned, obviously, because you're being punished. Yeah. And you're being punished a lot. Therefore, you must have sinned a lot. Right. what there it is right there is no very clear to me and so that's the way it is there's nothing more to ask right okay so although quick-witted and quick to respond eliphaz loses his composure in chapter 22 when because you know job kept coming back with no but i didn't though right and so finally he accuses job of specific faults Job yearns for the justice that Eliphaz claims does exist. And so that's an interesting dynamic between them in that Eliphaz is saying everything is perfect. Everything is the way it's supposed to be. And Job's like, I wish it was that I wouldn't be fucking punished. Exactly. Exactly. He's like, that would be totally great. And that's what I thought, too, until I got punished. Right. And it's not black and white, apparently. Right. So... Something's wrong here, guys. Yeah, yeah, the math ain't mathin'. Right. So he he does, Job does agree that there should be an immediate punishment of the wicked. So he's like, yeah, I, I, I would like that very much. Thank you. Sure. However, that simply did not hold true according to Job's observations, right. obviously. Right. Okay, so that was Eliphaz. Okay. okay. Yep. So the next guy is Bildad the Shuite. Okay. Okay. He's probably a member of a nomadic tribe dwelling in southeastern Palestine. Okay. He appears to be a sage who looks to the authority of tradition. And his original intent was consolation, but he too got kind of heated. Yeah. Right. His speeches were largely an echo of Eliphaz, 
but charged with somewhat increased vehemence because he deemed Job's words so impious and wrathful. Okay. So he was like doubling down harder on what Eliphaz had said. Right. Okay. Bildad was the first to attribute Job's calamity to actual wickedness by accusing his children of sin to warrant their punishment. That's right. Yeah. Them's fighting words, bro. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, how dare? Yeah. His brief third speech, just five verses in length. Remember, it was we thought it was the shortest right. chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marked the silencing of the friends. And that's when Elihu comes in. Got it. So, so there's only two friends. They didn't... There's three friends. Okay, but they don't ever mention. So, okay. So someone added this third friend who is Elihu. No, 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 no. no. There's... Okay. there's three friends plus Elihu. But the third friend never talked? No, we're getting to him in a oh, minute. Oh, I'm His sorry. His name is Zophar. Oh, okay, I'm okay. not there yet. All right, all right. I apologize. <laughs> sorry. So there's four people plus Job. Okay. okay? So yeah, there's yeah, the yeah. three friends, there's the weirdo Elihu, and then there's Job. Okay. Okay. Got it. And then God and Satan. Sure. Okay. So anyway, when he he gets done, you know, he only says those those five things, and then he he's like, I guess I got nothing else to say because Job is like, you guys are full of shit. Right. This is not, you're not right. Right, right. So some scholars believe because that chapter was so short, they believe that his third speech was an edited fragment of the original one, possibly parts of the original that were given to Job to soften the force of his heresies. Okay. So they took from whoever edited this shit took from Eliphaz, or I'm sorry, took from, what's his name? Bill, Bill Dad. Yeah. Bill Bo Baggins. <laughs> took from him and put into Job's commentary. Okay. All and right. I don't really know where that... That line was. Yeah. Because right. um, it didn't feel off to me, but I mean, I wouldn't know. Right, so. right. Okay, so that's all we have on Bill Dad. Okay. Okay. Number three. The third friend yeah. is Zophar the Naamathite, and his name means chirping or rising early. Okay. Sure. Naamathite is a Gentile name, suggesting he was from a city called Naama, perhaps in Arabia. Got it. Okay. Okay. Unlike Bildad and Eliphaz, Zophar only speaks twice. And remember, we did mention that at the beginning, or... Somewhere somewhere in one of our Q&As, we did talk about how Zophar is the only one of the friends that doesn't get to speak three times. Right. And that okay. broke the cycle. That's right. Of the That's dialogue. Right. Okay. So he is the most impetuous and dogmatic of the three, even so. Yeah. Zophar is portrayed as more hot-headed than the other two. Okay. He is the first to accuse Job directly of wickedness. Yeah, I remember this, and I was very not happy about it. Yeah. I'm like, you don't, you don't know. You don't right. know these things. Right. He even suggests that his punishment is too good for him. Wow. That he deserves worse. Wow. Yeah. Not only, he, he deserves to be punished for whatever the fuck he did, but now he deserves even more punishment for fucking complaining about being punished. Yeah. Is what Zophar's saying. Got it. So he rebukes Job's presumption in trying to find out the unsearchable secrets of God. Okay. And he's like, how dare you? Right, you know? right. He promises peace and restoration if he offers penance and stops his evil ways. Right. Because, you know, Zophar knows. Yeah. He does not have a third speech. And some scholars have suggested 
that parts of Job's speeches actually constitute this third reply. Oh. So much like with what happened to Bilbo Baggins, Bildad. Yes. They they probably took from the guy and gave his to speeches Job. to Job. Right. Okay. So I don't know why and I don't know what purpose that could have possibly served. Sure. But um, I that's all I really had. I just thought it was kind of interesting to talk about each of these guys in yeah. a frame of like who they are and what they were looking to, to accomplish no, and I mean, why. They're, they're a big part of the, the book, so mm-hmm. we should probably know as much as we can know about them. And now we do. And now we do. Yeah. So. Elihu that, was the most interesting, so I probably should have ended with him right, and not led yeah, with him. Yeah. Because now I'm like, and those other three. The <laughs> end. So sorry about the... Uh, Soft landing there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was our Q&A for today. Yes, it was our Q&A Saturday. And we will be back tomorrow for those of you who are patrons with our Patreon. Yeah, that. I don't think that's what I did last time. It's but close enough, I guess. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Anyway, and then I'll get the weekly replay together. And we'll be back on Monday with... Job chapter 36. All right. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what we're doing now? Uh, well, we're doing a Patreon, but it's late. It is late for the Patreon. Yeah, well, I mean, we I was tired. I know you were. I fell asleep. I was like, did. fuck this shit, I'm going to bed. Yeah, sorry. So, sorry everybody. Husband needed his nappy time. I did, I did. So, uh, what are we doing our Patreon over? Okay, so we recently saw the movie, um, what's it called? Knock at the Cabin. Yes, and we both wanted to see this very much because we had both read the book. Which is called The Cabin at the End of the World by Paul Tremblay. Right, which is one of your favorite authors. Because he wrote A Head Full of Ghosts, which is like my top five favorite books. Oh, I know. Ever. I know. It's so good. I've only heard that a million times. You enjoyed it when I made you read it. Did I read that? Yes. Which one was that? I don't think I ever read that one. Yes, you did. A Head Full of Ghosts. It was the one with... um, Okay, we'll get into this discussion in a minute. (laughs) But anyway... You did, I promise. Okay, all right. And um, they mentioned um, towards the end of the movie uh, that the people that were the invaders represented the four men of the apocalypse, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which I did not get from the book and I did not get in the movie until they said it and it just enthralled and entranced me. Right. And I wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit. Okay. Well, let's, uh, hopefully you guys read of this book. There's going to be some spoilers, I believe. Yeah, we will repeat this. But yes, if this is one that you have not read the book or seen the movie, you then will want to skip this. Yeah, for bow now. out. Yeah, so. and, and no harm, no foul. No hurt feelings. Right. Super spoilers ahead, you guys. <laughs> 
All right, so that being said, let's go ahead and get on into this. Okie dokie. All right. Okay, so um, I was really excited about the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Yes, you were. I was so excited about it. You definitely were. And I don't know a lot about those guys because... Um, we haven't got there yet. Those guys appear in the book of Revelation. Right. Yeah. Most of our knowledge of the four horsemen is mostly... From good omens. <laughs> <laughs> or various cultural right. references. Right. Exactly. So. But mo- in most recent times, it would be from good omens. Right. So right. another great book and uh, limited series that you should see. Although it's Definitely. season two... Um, it got approved for season two and they're making it. So very excited. Yeah. You guys should totally read the book and see the show. Yeah, if you haven't, it's it's well worth it. Yeah, good omens. Good stuff. Um where was I going? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Four horsemen. Four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. So I thought I would tell you a little bit about them. Okay. Those four horsemen guys. Sure. Do you mind? I, I don't mind. Okay. So um I guess this guy John has some kind of revelation, and that's why it's called the Book of Revelation. Okay. And I don't know if it's, you know, um, the New Testament is like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those guys. Yeah. I don't know if it's one of those Johns or if it's a different John. Got it. I'm I'm not there yet, so. Okay. Spoilers, I guess, whatever. Right. But he has this guy, John, who may or may not be a Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, John. Sure. (laughs) Um, he has a revelation and, um, there's these seals. Oh, that gets into another great movie. Have you ever seen, um, the seventh sign? Yes. Sign or yeah. Seven. You mean? No. Oh, no, no. Then I don't know. The movie seven is great. And, um, the signs is great, but those are not the movies I'm talking about. I've never seen seven signs that I'm aware of. Okay. The seventh sign had Demi Moore in it and, um, she's pregnant and, um, this guy comes and he's delivering the seven seals of heaven that were foretold in the um, Revelation, the book of Revelation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And as he breaks each seal, the next part of the apocalypse happens. Got it. So Got it. Um, that's another really great movie, although it was not received very well. But it's a great story about this whole thing happening in modern times. Okay. Although it was like the 80s or 90s, so modern is questionable, but still. Sure. I really like that movie, even though it didn't do well. Got it. Just trying to lower expectations and be honest. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, okay. So, the horseman's. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. The first horseman rides a white horse and carries a bow as a figure of conquest, war, pestilence, or death. Okay. He's most often referred to as pestilence. Okay. Okay. He's also given a crown, which may represent the Antichrist or false prophets in general. Okay. Okay. Now, in Good Omens, um, it wasn't pestilence. It was pollution in the place of pestilence who was retired as a horseman upon the discovery of penicillin, (laughs) which I find hilarious. But in the movie of um, Knock at the Cabin... Um, that would be represented by Leonard, who was wearing a white shirt, and he's a coach, and that represents guidance and um, 
that would like go against conquest, like leadership. because they were representing the opposite of the four yes. horsemen, essentially. Yes, right, exactly. So the second horseman carries a sword and rides a red horse as the creator of civil war, mass slaughter, spilled blood, conflict, and strife. And oh no, what happened? Well. This is a special Patreon episode, actually, which so, means that they need to go to Patreon and subscribe as a patron in order to listen to it. Okay, well, I guess that we are going to go do that now. Yeah, just head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse, become a member for as low as $2 a month, and you'll have access to all these special things and, and goodies, too. So, you know, go do that. So this was just a teaser. Yeah, teaser. Okay, just Bye. checking. Okay. Bye. 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 Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 